Hello, this and welcome to Shock Bucky Radio. Uh, you can see I got an empty chair here. Uh, Dizzy's on his way. He should be here. We got a, you see, we switched positions. We put a hill hippie in charge of the board today. So blame him. For, for, oh, everything, of course. It's like I'm at work again. Even if it comes out of my mouth, it blame hill hippie oh, for recording. Fuck. <laughs> the hate mail's coming. It's going to come. To uh, yeah, if you have hate mail, just send me send it to me at madman at fxbgpr.com. If you have some for Hill Hippie, it's Hill Hippie at fxbgpr.com, bro. That is correct. Cool deal, cool deal. Welcome. So uh, that was our intro. Greetings, welcome to Shock Monkey Radio. I'm the Madman. Uh, Hill Hippie's behind the control. I've already said that. Okay. <laughs> um, how was your weekend, bro? It was oh. Easter Easter <clears throat> Sunday. How was your weekend? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Saturday. Uh, didn't work, so got some stuff done around the house a little bit. That way I could go morel hunting on uh, uh, Sunday. And all my best laid plants got destroyed. I was putting together a group to go, and uh, nobody showed up. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. I even had a... a so a did you not go? No, I went. Okay. I, I was supposed to meet up with this uh, cute little female that I'd met earlier in the week uh, meet there at 10 o'clock then uh, lady stars and fire was supposed to come uh, a friend of hers who i know was supposed to come and she was bringing her boyfriend i was like more eyes in the woods the better more eyes in the woods the better so i get there about 10 o'clock i'm like okay she's not here yet so i wait for about 45 minutes and finally i start figurating in the woods around the parking lot so i check one side i go across the parking lot check the other side about an hour and a half later I get a text saying, oh, shit, I'm sorry, I, I forgot to uh, let you know that uh, this morning that my son needed to borrow the car, and I forgot all about it, so I got no way to get out there. I'm like, eh, no worries, whatever. And then, uh, so about that point in time, it was another half an hour, and uh, Lady Stars and Fire is supposed to show up. So, again, I just keep searching the woods close to the parking lot, you know, trying to stay close to be there when people show up. I get a text message about an hour after that, or, or I'm sorry, another hour and a half after that. Oh, I'm sorry, I just woke up. You know what? I'm done. <laughs> I got to go over to my brother's for Easter uh, Easter dinner. Ain't enough time to get deep in the woods the way I want to. I, I'm just calling it. <laughs> okay, well, it sounds like that's pretty horrible for you because I know you care so much about doing that. Oh yeah. But... And after a day like 84 degrees, like today, it's so nice. I'm like, no more mushrooms. Oh, no, 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 no. They're still coming. Okay. Don't you worry about that. All right. That's, that's too bad. <laughs> Fuck off. I'm sorry. I don't like mushrooms. You do don't, you, bro. Don't hate me. Don't hate me. <laughs> so, it's just a light. Wow. I thought I had something hanging from my nose, and that would have been hilarious. Yeah. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Um, that's yeah. in the belfry. Yeah. Um, I had a pretty good Easter weekend. Uh, What'd you do? Uh. You gorged on candy with my niece, and we both got silly, just getting giggle fits and stuff like that. I can't think of a better Easter I've ever had. So, uh, yeah, I did something very similar with my nephew. They uh, took him out and did some Easter egg hunting, per se. You know, they the kid's not quite two years old yet, so he's <clears throat> he hasn't been walking very long. So they just laid the eggs in the yard, let him walk up, find them. They kept shoving candy in this kid's mouth. He, he, he got so hyper. He was just running around the house. Oh, yeah. It was hilarious. My niece was a little bit like that. But she was like, giggle fits. Just giggle fits. Oh, yeah. Those are the best. Yeah. And it's okay. To, yeah, I like sharing them with my niece. Oh, yeah. yeah. I didn't go over to visit with my brother or my sister-in-law. No, no, no. They've got a kid now. That's the reason I go over. Well, I wanted to see my sister, too. Yeah, I, I love I, him. Yeah, I know. I love him, but you know what? Y'all got a kid now. That's what's important to me. That's how my sister treats me. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, but uh, I'm not listening to your podcast. So <laughs> vulgar. Yeah, that's the way my brother is. I ain't listening to that stupid shit. Okay. Yeah. I realize, yeah. It's right. It is stupid shit, but it's funny. I agree. It is funny. So, uh,. What else happened this weekend? Oh, Arya Bang Gendry. Gendry? Yeah. You mean Gendry? Gendry? What's his name? Gendry. 
Um, Indri Baratheon. He's not really Baratheon, though, is he? Well, he's not legitimized. Anyway, so uh, I'm so glad because that character really needed to get laid. No shit. Maybe now she'll lighten up. Right? <laughs> it's she- like, oh, God, I've been missing this. To be a faceless person? Yeah, you spent the last, what, like four or five years, like, saying prayers of people you're going to kill every single night of your life. Right. Now maybe you'll relax, but according to the post-coital scene, it seemed like she kind of got the, eh, I don't see what all the fuss is about. Right. Or she could have been having a different thought in her head instead of the list that she says before she goes to bed at night of people that she's going to kill. It's a list she's going to say at night of people she's going to bang. I mean, that's usually what happens at puberty. Yeah. You make a list of people you want to bang instead of a list of people you want to kill. Oh, wait, is that only at puberty? Was I supposed to grow out of that? I didn't either. I just oh, I, okay. I didn't want to be the one to admit it. Oh, so. I, I, I'll freely admit it. Uh, I, was, I remember watching that scene, and I was, as soon as she started taking off her gloves and talking about the Red Woman, mm-hmm. I was like, I pointed at the TV, I said... <laughs> She's going to fuck him. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, it's about to get down. And, and yeah, uh, and so I was wondering, is like, how many people got laid at Winterfell that night? Oh, there had to have been a ton of them. Because the, the big big ginger dude who talked about suckling at a giant's breast, <laughs> hilarious. Foreman. I love yeah, the, the fireside chats, you know, in that episode. I really mm-hmm. did enjoy that. Uh, but I mean, even he was Randy. He was coming hard after Brienne. Oh yeah, he, you know he wanted him some of that. But Brienne's like, I think she's kind of hung up on uh, Jamie. Kinda. Is it obvious? Oh, it's blatantly obvious. Okay. You think he's got something for her? Do you think he's gonna bang her? Uh, I think he has respect for her. I'm not sure if he's uh, physically attracted to her, and he's still got to stick up his ass for. Her. Uh, his sister. I think he's losing that, though. I think he is. Hopefully, I think he is. But, you know, George R. R. Martin writes characters that are true to human nature. And some of human nature is backsliding. And I see him backsliding. If he makes it through the uh, through the battle for Winterfell, him going back to Cersei. Yeah, but um, I think that George R. R. Martin, um, I think that he... R- wrote a lot of his topics based upon like the top trending porn searches. <laughs> and so I think that everything that happens in game of Thrones is kind of like just, he searches like the top 10 porn searches every day. And then it's okay. I'm writing about this. Come on in dizzy. Just watch out for the wires. I swear to God, you knock a camera offline or a light off. I'm going to kill you. Come over here and sit in this, this weird shadow because of the way we had to arrange the lights. Uh, and speaking of Arya, she's uh, became this faceless person. I think they are the true gender fluids. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I guess. Um, yeah. Uh, when she when she got naked, was oh, it mic on? Uh, no, she... it is now. Okay. I had the I hit four, not three. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Are you are you, are you on Game of Thrones again? Already, bro. You see the last episode? <laughs> I did not get to catch it, man. Ever since I moved, like I have to get, um, I have to get files back and everything else. Get that on the man going. Yeah, I got you. Um, so uh, be careful. The night is dark and full of spoilers. Actually, I'm not going to really right. talk too much about uh, about spoilers. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Um. So yeah, uh, Arya when she got naked. Um, was it, was it just me that was a little uh, kind of confused? I'm like, okay, I know the actress is 22. But when we first saw her at the beginning she, of the show, she was like 12. So I was, think that's why they didn't show her naked. That was her choice. I read an article oh, about, okay. from uh, where they interviewed Macy Williams about that, and she was allowed to show as little or as much as she wanted, and that's what she chose. Well, I think that it was probably important to show her scars. All right? Yeah. You, you talking about little needle bitch? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that is a spoiler. Sorry. Oh, no. It's okay. She gets laid, man. Hopefully, it'll chill her out. Yeah, the Easter. By who? The e- well, we won't tell you that. We won't tell. But you. the oh, Easter Bunny man. hopped, hop up in that pussy. Oh my God! They, they so so you read all the notes for the show. I've read a good amount of them. The articles that left ahead at you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sophie Turner just she went down a few notches in my book today. Oh, I thought, <laughs> I thought that was great because you know she's that showed me a side of her I hadn't seen and. It's, and Humanized her more to me. I, I liked it. 
I want to cry. Why? I'm sorry, bro. Because someone, someone fuck needle. <laughs> why, why they do that? And me? it wasn't you. No, I don't want to fuck her. I just that's my people's like. She's a gangster, Nick Jones. So it's like that's what I mean. But she's too serious. She needed that shit. Nah, she ain't gonna be able to fight good. She was all tensed up and ready for battle. Now nah, she. So, so what are you saying? She was like Samson, but instead of the hair being her power, the source of her power, it, it, it was, was a her hymen. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly what I'm saying. But here's the thing. Oh I mean, God. you think she's just gonna give up on her murder mission? <laughs> no. She might. She might look at someone and be like, hmm, dick does feel good. Maybe let, let me get some more. You see what I'm saying? It could be this way. She was like, I enjoyed that, but to keep myself focused, I can't do that again until I knock an, uh, another name off my list. <laughs> so every time she fucks somebody, she got... No, every time she kills somebody, she gets to fuck. She yeah. gets to lay, get laid, yeah. Talk about motivation to That'll be work. productive. That'll work. <laughs> that, reminds me of the, that reminds me of that woman in... Um, what was that movie? Looper? Okay. Uh, she was a smoker, and it seems like she would only allow herself a cigarette after she's had sex. She would. They had these scenes of her pantomiming, like opening a pack of cigarettes, pretending to pull one out, pretending to light it, pretending to smoke it. And I'm just like, and like in the next next day, she fucks uh, Bruce Willis or young Bruce Willis, and uh, just so she could have a cigarette. And I'm just like, you should never ever do that. I'm only going to award myself with something if I get a, I get asked first. Right. It's going to make you a slut. Yeah. Ash should be the reward. That's how you get herpes. He said it's going to make you Imagine if you're a hardcore smoker and you go through a pack a day. Oh, that's a lot of people. That's a lot of people. Either a lot of people or that's a lot of of rounds. Either way, you're going to be fucking saddle sore. That's what I mean. It's like don't pin your quitting on something like I'm only going to have a cigarette after um, I have have sex or or like the Stephen King one from misery is like I only have a cigarette um, after I finish a book next thing you know you're writing shitty books with 40, <laughs> yeah. 40 pages you know <laughs> it depends on how you go into it in that uh, premise because if you're already a smoker and you apply that to it okay you got a problem but if you're not a smoker and you only allow yourself that cigarette once that every six eight months then it's not going to hurt you it's just like a treat yeah I understand um. So, uh, yeah, it reminds me of uh, I'm done talking about Game of Thrones. Yeah. I feel I feel bad. I know it's it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. My my heart's broken, but just like her hymen. Yeah, just like yeah. Fuck, she lost her virginity. Boom, boom, boom. Anyway, so I need to do this public service announcement. Damn um. Hard. Yeah. Can you throw me the Danny's ad card? Um. It should be around there by the keyboard of the video thing somewhere. Um, yeah, so... Talking about the index card, right? Yeah. Or not. You could just hand me that that menu over there for later. We got it. We got it. Um, so I got to do this public service announcement. Um, so my phone died last week, and I had to get a new one. Uh, and unfortunately, my contacts list was lost. So I had to get on Facebook and say, everyone text me. Saying your name so I could build my contacts list back. And most people just posted their phone numbers in face, on Facebook in response. That's just bad form. <laughs> I did that shit. <laughs> oh, I saw. So I figured today would be a good time to discuss information security. Uh, <laughs> now, two people followed my instructions and texted me their name um, like I had asked. Uh, one was ex-military who understands InfoSec, and the other is a civilian who I lectured at length about InfoSec because he was doing stuff like calling my battle watch commander when I was in the Navy, pretending to be Hugh Hefner looking for me. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to lecture him at length about this. So uh, anyway, uh, be more vigilant, ladies and gentlemen, when it comes to your information security. Uh, and don't do stupid stuff like post your phone, phone number on Facebook. Why? Because they weren't thinking, uh, they're morons or they just don't care who has their number. Maybe. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I just, there's so much training in me that tell, teaches me not to do that kind of stuff. It's, yeah. It's, no, those are my digits. I, you only get them if I want you to have them. Mm-hmm. And now they're just out there floating in cyberspace for anybody to get. 
exactly. Like that that one person in high school that wanted that ass so bad, but you wanted nothing to do with it. Now, she can find your digits and call you. Oh, up. I was thinking about a guy. I was actually talking to Dizzy, so that's kind of funny. Oh. Oh. I'm not paying attention. He's the one who posted his number, not you. I'm not paying attention. I'm reading this next thing. How am I going to approach it? So, let's see. Bad man's thinking about a guy from high school that wanted you that's not going to be calling No, you. this guy <laughs> this guy from high school who kind of stalks me on the internet, which is weird. Wait a minute. Uh, a what? A dude from high school? A dude. That I went to high school with who stalks me on the a internet. A boy. He's a man now. He, he was my age. With male parts. Uh, I believe so. And he's stalking. But I don't think it's a, a sexual thing. Does he put does he put any hearts on any of the shit you post? No, no, it's straight up troll. Okay, okay, because he talks shit. Well, that's the way boys do it, though. Don't you remember picking on the girls you liked in the playground? Oh, of course, yeah, but I mean, so that's why he's trolling them. I don't think it's sexual. <laughs> yeah, that's that's just what you think. You remember, yeah. you didn't. Get, he's picking on you because he likes. Think him. about Nightwing's ass, man. You didn't catch on to that either. <laughs> hey, look, maybe he thinks you have Nightwing's ass. <laughs> He'd be wrong. He's picking on you because he likes you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My ass is chunky. <laughs> so chunky. You are the man that he wants. He's, uh, maybe he likes that chunky peanut butter. <laughs> Some people do. <laughs> I really don't think it's sexual. You like put peanut butter on your stuff and just like wait for him to. <laughs> You're making it so hard to transition to this next topic. <laughs> Both of you. You're corrigible. You're corrigible. <laughs> yes, we've known this. He started. Uh, it. He started. It. <laughs> so, uh, have, you, have you seen that video? It's ma'am. Yeah. Have you seen that video? Have you yes. seen that video? Uh, the trans guy who uh, flipped out in a GameStop. Wait, this is <laughs> who I want to see. All right. Well, um, <laughs> I'm gonna turn up the volume. Hopefully, the mic will pick this up. So. I'll, I'll, I'll uh, pull up this video so to let you hear it. Excuse me, it's ma'am. It is ma'am. You need to settle down and mind your business, okay? Ma'am, once again, ma'am. I said both of you. No, you said sir. Once again, it's ma'am. I actually said both of you guys. Right beforehand, you fucking said sir. Sir? Motherfucker, take it outside. If you want to call me sir again, I will show you a fucking sir. I apologize. Motherfucker. I apologize. And that's what that's like. So you mad because you still got your dick and he called you a sir. I I, I think this, he, he goes off on a, a, a further rant about how you want, I want to talk to corporate. Because you got called a sir when you are indeed a sir. Okay, well, I'm glad we're on the same page here. Because I was thinking about that video. Because, I mean, what was that, like, uh, this year that came out? Or last year? Uh, it was either tail end of last year or the early part of this yeah, year. Yeah, I mean, it's fairly recent. Yeah, it's <clears throat> not so recent that I've just recently seen it. I've se- uh, It's been long enough ago to where I can't remember exactly when I saw it. But I have seen it. <laughs> nice yeah. hands. Nice hands. <laughs> Ooh, I might have to clip that one. That's that, that's that box oh, of that spirit, man. Keep it off camera. <laughs> Wait, wait, look who's talking. Yeah, right. That's why, that's why EK <laughs> got me this handy little koozie for Nolans. Why, because you don't want to, don't want to. I don't know. Royalties or something? No, they, they, they need to send me a check first. You don't get free, anything free from me. Go over to patreon.com slash radio. We got a lot of stuff. Um, that's right, ladies. You got to buy him the lobster first. Yeah. And I won't put out even that night. Anyway, so I was thinking about this uh, It's Ma'am video Thinking hard about it And uh, Phrasing you, you got the soundboard right there in front of you uh, Excuse I me do it well enough on my own Okay uh, So now I've been thinking about that situation for a while And I've come to two conclusions A Sexual dimorphism is real Okay <laughs> uh, Sexuality in higher order mammals May be fluid but there are no dolphins out there trying to scrape their dick off their body by running into rocks. Only humans are that crazy. B. 
People are just as angry as they were 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago. And in this day and age, uh, any expression of anger is considered taboo. Uh, I lost my space. And, uh, and they'll counsel you, and they'll send you to classes, and generally treat you differently. However, if you lose your temper over a quote-unquote righteous issue, such as, say, misgendering a dude, uh, some people feel justified in their anger and therefore think it is a proper use of anger. And that would explain those Antifa fools and those punching Nazi fools and those MAGA hat stealers. It explains all that and why they think that they are so right. There is no such thing as righteous anger. You know where I learned that? Anger management class that someone forced me to take. <clears throat> so the point is, you can't improve anger by putting righteous in front of it. You can't improve justice by putting social in front of it. Justice is justice. Gender is gender. And anger is anger. I see that video. I just see a pissed off person. And I got to agree with uh, Ben Shapiro on this. You know, you can go get the surgery. And does that make you, uh, say you're a male, you transition to a female. Does that make you a female because you've had the surgery? You've still got the Y chromosome in there. So what's that make you? A female? No, I agree with Ben on this. It makes you a male with mutilated genitals. Yeah. Thank you. You still a you still a damn man. But a man asshole. You have a prostate still. Just be just own it. Like, <laughs> I just like dressing up like a woman. Just that, that's it. Yeah, you and have I a prostate. If you still have a prostate, you you are a man. But don't force me to play your LARPing session with you. Yeah, I don't know the rules to this game. Mm-hmm. And that's why everyone gets yelled at, because we don't know the rules to this stupid game they're playing. That they're forcing down our throats. Exactly. So I have a little section here set aside for Hill Hippie's Guard. You want to switch to that camera so I can maybe move some lights around? Do what you got to do, brother. All right. Tell me about Hill Hippie's Garden today. All right. Today we're going to be discussing mind control and cell phones. Mm. Okay, Alex Jones. <laughs> that's actually where this started. I made the mistake of listening to Joe Rogan's podcast where he brought back Alex Jones, which, you know... I love Joe Rogan. I love his podcast. This Alex Jones cat is just, uh, he's out there for me, man. I'm not much of a conspiracy theorist guy. But he mentioned this concept about, oh, they're mind controlling us with uh, the G5 cell phone signals. It's going to take over the world. Blah, 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 blah. And he quoted this article called Mind Control and Cell Phones that was in uh, uh, Scientific American. So I'm like, okay, you quoted something I can play with. So I went and read the article. And it's by a Douglas Fields from uh, May 7th of 2008. So it's a very old study here, right? Uh, hospitals and airplanes ban the use of cell phones for specific reasons, because their signals can interfere with electromagnetic fields. All of our thought and uh, sensations and actions arise from bioelectric, uh, bioelectricity generated by neurons and transmitted through complex neural circuits in our brains. These signals generate electric fields that can be picked up by EEG monitoring. Brain waves change with a person's uh, conscious and unconscious mental activity and, and your state of arousal. Of course, when you're a little uppity uppity the way Arya was in Game of Thrones, <laughs> that was for you. Damn. It changes the way your brain acts and the, the fields it generates. <coughs> However, scientists can manipulate brain waves by uh, transcranial, uh, transcranial magnetic stimulation. stimulation. Oh, yeah. TMS. No way. Uh, powerful pulses of electromagnetic uh, radiation beamed into a person's melon to jam out uh, and excite circuits. Cell phones are less powerful, but the question still remains, can they be done? Two separate studies were quoted in this article. One, uh, I would tell you where the, who the scientist was and where it was done. Look up the article. I gave you the name and where to find it. Danny's menu. Uh, <clears throat> talks about they tested... Uh, if cell transmissions could alter brainwaves. They monitored 120 healthy men and women with a Nokia 6110 cell phone, the most popular cell phone at this particular point in time back in 2008. <laughs> <laughs> they strapped into these people's heads, and it was a double-blind study. Neither the people uh, who were being tested nor the scientists knew when the cell phones were going to be activated. It was all controlled randomly by a computer. And they come to find that the alpha waves in the people's brains were being altered, and the alpha waves uh, were shifting these people's consciousness to the external world. Oh, I'm sorry, I read that completely wrong. Uh, internal world? 
no, alpha waves uh, increase in power when a person shifts his or her consciousness to the external world from their internal thoughts. So it was forcing you out of your own head and focus, make, uh, make you focus more on what's going on around you. Mindful of the living force. I get it. Yes. And uh, the second one test, uh, tested uh, 20 uh, sleep-deprived men and women and see if the cell phone activity would alter their states, uh, their ability to sleep. It was revealed in this study that after the cell phone was switched to the talk mode, delta waves, uh, 1 to 4 hertz, remained dampened for nearly an hour after the phone was shut off. Although these people were sleep-deprived, they still couldn't fall asleep for an hour, hour and a half after the cell phone was activated right next to their brain. So this research proves that cell phone transmissions can affect a person's brain waves. So the question remains, is Alec Jones still the nutball we all thinks he, thinks he is, or is he onto something? He's onto something. He's onto something. However, you, you approach this topic with a calm, analytical mind and did not bring a, any other topic into it. Alex Jones, when he goes off on his rants, he'll say something, he'll drop a bomb like that. I mean, I saw the Joe Rogan podcast. For, mm -hmm. I saw about five, ten minutes of it, and I said, I can't, <laughs> I can't handle Alex Jones's voice. And I, there are people I know like who love Alex Jones, and I'm just like, you know, I can't stand that guy because he can't stay on one rational track for as long as you just did. Right. I mean, if he, if he had spoken on this subject for as long as you just did, he would have like skipped around to like 9-11 and, and then hey, when you think about 9-11 you can think about that's where it all began you know he, yeah. next thing you know he's talking about and, and, uh, Eric Von Anakin and uh, the chariots of the gods and, uh, fuck that guy <laughs> <laughs> you're confusing me because you're confused right and uh, I don't like being yelled at in my podcast mm -hmm. I'm sorry for you <laughs> I'm sorry it just because I was outside, I was uh, burning some of the uh, yard waste that we have from the fallen limbs from the tree that was knocked down out front, and I'm in a nice, calm, serene scenario. I'm loving the fire, and it's just blaring in my ear. I'm like, "Fuck, man! I had to turn it off." Yeah, you're taking my zen away, bro. <laughs> you're marshing my mellow. What was that? The, <laughs> the best line, line from Tron Legacy was the dude. Was uh, what's his name? The dude, <laughs> Jeffrey Lebowski. Man, you're really messing with my Zen thing. I was like, oh, mm -hmm. okay, B uh, Big Lebowski in cyberspace. I get yeah. it. I get the movie now. <laughs> that was such a horrible movie. Yeah. Wow. That you was know, a waste of my time. Well, I had this uh, special, special edition Tron DVD from the original one, and I mean, I just think that that movie is great. Oh, the original. Yeah, was the fucking, original. It's a great. classic. Yeah, and so um, they had this long, it's like the making of Tron and stuff like that, and there was all these exhausted uh, directors and direct uh, art directors and you know, uh, photography, director of photography, they're all mm -hmm. sitting there drinking coffee, and they're just saying, if we just waited five years, <laughs> if we had just waited five years to move on this script, it would have been so much easier. <laughs> and I just love it, and... Uh, uh, even they had like Jeff Daniels. What, what's it? Is Jeff Daniels? What's his name? Big Lebowski. Uh, Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges. When uh, they interviewed Jeff Bridges about it, they said uh, he's like, "Yeah, you know, you go in there and you're filming, and you got like green screen behind you. You got all this grayscale stuff. You know, it's all black or white or somewhere in between that has no color. It's it's gray, white, and black. And mm -hmm. That's all that's in there. And then you're in there and you're shooting for sixteen hours." And then you step outside, you're just like, ah, you're salted by color. You're like, ah, there's so much in, ah, processing so much. He's like a vampire stepping into the sun. Ah! And then the next, <laughs> yeah, and then the next interview is the sound director guy. He's going, if we just waited five years, this would have been so much easier. <laughs> and then they make a new movie where the technology is available and they lean on a shitty script. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> that was, that was a little bit how, of a Tron rant. Yeah. It makes you wonder how much uh, cocaine was in that coffee that he was holding. If we'd have just waited five years, <laughs> it, had a lot. it was the early eighties. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so is that your thing? It's like I think yeah. Um, all electromagnetic fields have impact upon. That's, that's basic EMI. Right. And your brain is a low power computer. Yes. So yeah, this this little thing. 
Mm-hmm. That puts out more energy than your whole brain does. Yes. Yeah, and you know how much you know you know how much power these things use in comparison to your brain, which is why it is so brilliant, such a brilliant thing, mm-hmm. brains. But Alex Jones, what a waste of a brain. <laughs> Damn. Damn. That wasn't nice at all. So is that is that your bit there, Hill Hippie? Hill yeah. Hippie's garden. Yeah. Uh, again, I don't know what he's getting at with the five G is going to do conduce full mind control. But I just found it interesting that he actually had for the uh, what I heard of the episode, and I was dumb enough to hang in there for two hours. That was the only reference he gave in the entire episode, and uh, there's not enough there for me to say. Okay, from in eleven years, they now know how to completely manipulate brains with, no. and control people no. with a five G signal that's being sent from a tower miles away. Yeah, I mean it's. It, it's probably going to be like 12G where that starts happening. Right. Okay. And then the, 13G is when the singularity hits and AI takes over and fucks us all over anyway. Absolutely. That could be the way it goes. So i got to pay the bills real quick, pay if you bills. don't mind. Um, so, what is the show? The Shock Monkey Radio. <laughs> Shock what? Rock Monkey Radio. I'm doing so many, it's hard to keep track sometimes. So Shock Monkey Radio is sponsored by Danny's Pizza and Subs. <laughs> Check them out at Danny's Pizza and Subs.com. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> He'll Hold it together. I gotta get through the ad, bro. Danny's Pizza and Subs.com. Uh, you can uh, they are located at 10657 Spotsylvania Avenue. Uh, but they have a five-mile delivery radius from that location. So apologies to our listeners in Corvallis, Oregon. Uh, their number is 540-898-5008. Their hours are Monday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 9 p.m., Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m., and on Sundays they're open from noon to 8. It is always buy one, get one free pizzas at dannyspizzasubs.com. Let me make a margarita pizza. But, you know, tomatoes don't – I don't like tomatoes on pizza. Their white pizza is good. Maybe the Greek. The racist pizza? Yeah, the racist pizza. has all the Caucasian cheeses. Wait, wait. You don't like tomato on your pizza? No. You don't like tomato sauce? Tomato sauce is different. That's processed and with salt and sugar. Way different than a tomato. It's, it's, it's damn tomato. There's anchovies in Worcestershire sauce. I won't eat anchovies, but I will use Worcestershire sauce. Is my saying that right? Yeah. Those of you in England, email me at madman at fxbgpr.com. On how to sell Worcestershire. Worcestershire. Worcestershire sauce. <laughs> what is this, Middle Earth? I got a friend in England. I'm going to have to contact and find out the proper pronunciation. But then I'll get it in Jordy, so it'll, it'll, I probably won't understand it. Is that a language created by LeVar Burton? No, not LeVar Burton. Uh, no, it's a, it's a section of England that's close to the Scottish border. Oh, so the, oh okay. So the, uh, the accents kind of blend between the two. Yeah. And, I've heard people just say it's like talking with a mouth of marbles. Oh, interesting. Talking with a mouth of marbles. Something like that? Yes. Uh, Are you insulted England yet? Are you insulted? My friend sent me a video of these two Geordie uh, females singing that uh, Let It Go song from Frozen. Oh, oh yeah. And God. I didn't even recognize the song. I can't, man. You ever heard Welsh being spoken? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I've got Welsh roots. I've heard some of it. <sighs> yeah, Welsh, uh, Irish, Gaelic, uh, Old yeah. Gaelic, some of the yeah. hardest languages to fucking understand. Yeah, and and the best idea they came up with was English. This <laughs> 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 is it's like it's like these are too hard. Let's stick with English. And so every, then around the world, people are like trying like air traffic controllers and shit are trying to learn this language. It's like why is it so stupid? <laughs> it's like this is the best England had, man. Yeah. <laughs> So it makes you wonder if like, English was like the the common tongue. It was for the low people. They Honestly. were the ones who spoke English, but nobody else could quite get it. So they're fuck. We're gonna have to pander to the lowest common denominator. Probably. It was like there's. It was like nobody wants to learn High Valyrian anymore. Right. You know. But Dracarys is still so fun to say. <laughs> All right. You ready to get into the news worth knowing? Aren't we always? Let's do it, Captain. Just make sure you're, you fall asleep. I'm just. Oh, I ain't fall asleep. Oh. I'm just looking. I'm just watching. I see. Yeah. I can't even see his eyes from over here. So I, I thought he was falling asleep. No, I was literally looking at the. No. Amazing Williams. Look. 
Oh, is he looking at titties? No. Oh, no. Uh, it better not be no titties. No, there's no titties here, man. Make sure no, no side titties. boob? No, no butt crack? No hold areola. On, hold on. No, no, no side boob. No right, butt crack. Cool. Okay, cool. I can stay in my seat. <laughs> She's not allowed to. Anyway, so uh, Game of Thrones oh, star. She can stay in my seat anytime. <laughs> Game of Thrones star Maisie Williams' sex scene gets raunchy reaction from co-star Sophie Turner. You more notches down, Sophie. Uh, Game of Thrones star Sophie Turner is spilling the tea. I guess that's a Britishism. Uh, that sh- uh, that shocking Arya and Gendry sex scene. And who? Gendry. 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 Mm-hmm. Sex scene from season eight, episode two. Uh, Turner took to her Instagram stories to react to the scene involving the characters played by Maisie Williams, twenty-two, and Joe Dempsey, thirty-one, that took uh, many viewers by surprise and left some cringing. In su- I knew she was 22. I didn't cringe. In Sunday night's episode, 18-year-old Arya Stark lost her virginity to... Gendry. Gendry, a formal travel partner who is the bastard son of late King Robert Baratheon. This is what she said. Uh, in honor of Easter, I guess Game of Thrones wanted a storyline to have little Easter bunny hop, hop, hopping into that pussy. And that's the tea, Turner said in a video posted on her Instagram stories. The look on your face over there, Dizzy, it's just fucking great. Hop, hop, hop into the pussy. <laughs> Bitch, you better be a virgin in real life. No. You is talking about Maisie Williams? I'm tackling you when I see you. Maisie Williams? Yes, I'm tackling I'm tackling her. You gotta she's twenty two and looks like that. Do you think she's not had sex? I'm gonna tackle her. Hey, I think she could fight you off, bro. She probably can with needle. Yeah. I think she really learned that shit. Absolutely. That's okay, I'll throw a rock at her. You know, she uh the actress when she first started was so dedicated to the character that it's written that the character is left-handed, but Macy Williams is right-handed. She started learning how to Do it sword left. fight and shoot a bow left-handed. Okay, this is what I want to know. How did they make her look that young? It's her face. No. the In, in, in Game of Thrones, little, small, little kid body and everything, I'm, I'm thinking that's a real little kid. She she was twelve when uh, the uh, first yeah. episode uh, the first season came out. Are you, are you, thinking, are you serious? Yeah. yeah, perv. I did not know. I ain't say I liked it. God damn it. That's I'm what you're saying. That's why I said when I was I like, saw she looked like a little kid. So I'm like, okay, she's innocent. You know what I'm saying? She just whooping ass, and the next day, you know, this bitch is grown. Yeah, so as the seasons progress, she is going from yeah. uh, preteen to full grown adult woman. That's not cool. Isn't that, what, what do you think? That's creepy. Nature, yes, it happens. Was she supposed to? Wait a minute. She's I do have to, to ask. Young forever. I do have to ask because maybe it's because I got in the Game of Thrones late. Cause I literally got in the Game of Thrones this year and I had to watch it all the way up. Mm-hmm. So now I got, I got to watch the second episode of season eight. But I began. I, I started it this year. When the hell did Game of Thrones come out? Uh, season eight. So eight years from today. No, wait, what? Twenty eleven. No, it was uh, 2010 because you got to remember there was no se- uh, there was no season last year. So there, oh, was, right. so there was a skip there. That's why she looked extra tall in each seat. Okay, that's why. Yeah, gotcha. that's why Brendan Stark is super weird and aloof. Uh, and that's also because he actually wears glasses oh, in really? real life. So that's so why he's like. That's why he's got that stare that looks like he's going to nowhere because he can't see shit. Because yeah, it. Did he make his mark? I don't know. <laughs> Did you miss your mark, mate? Ain't John Snow out there <laughs> fucking his auntie and shit. Hey, but in real life, he's uh, the M- wildling married, yeah. girl. Married to her. Yeah. Uh, from season three? Yeah. That's who he's uh, married to in real life. Good for her. She she well, She's punching above her weight. I, if you I ask think me. She, I think she's hot. She's cute. She's not hot. And I think John Snow is hotter than her. Wait, 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 wait. What? Right? What? You don't get Nightwing's ass, but you you think Jon Snow's hot. Does someone tickle you in the wrong way? He can pull, yeah. Where did they he, touch uh, Yeah, what? We, can, we've talked about this. He showed me on the can where they've touched him. He, uh, the mouth, <laughs> Wait. The, the mouth part of the can. <laughs> the mouth part of the can. The mouth part of the can. The, um, <laughs> they touch I think it's punching above his weight. It's like, ever since that show came out, all these girls are just losing their shit over Jon Snow. Mm-hmm. And so I can tell by their reactions that that's a good-looking dude. That's a very professional backpedaling. There, and my when he, when he uh, hooked up with her, you got a, b- a bunch of pissed-off ladies after that episode. He could do better than that. He can do better than that. So don't tell me that I, I'm not smart enough to extrapolate data based upon the input that I've received. 
Yeah, that's some of the best backpedaling I've ever seen. That Ho! Is. Not gay. <laughs> nah, Let's talk gay. about Sophie Turner. He's <laughs> <laughs> still a little gay. <laughs> that's got to be you're still, you're Maybe just a little bit gay. Spitting you're a little on bit gay. Hold on, my bad. Look at him. He's stroking it. <laughs> And it's the black one too. I'm oh, oh man. I am so done. I'd with have this. been took you to Mayfield if you were like <laughs> I'd have been took you. I know some people, man. I know some people that like you. Hey, when you started doing that, that's the widest his eyes got all I was episode. Like, I was like, bro, look, I know I know some people just like you. Got you. Anyway, so we were talking about Game of Thrones <laughs> and how Sophie Turner said, Hop hop popping into that pussy in springtime. She chugs a glass of red wine after making the comment. She also tagged William's Instagram and <laughs> That's some crazy bitchy shit, isn't it? Uh, they like trolling each other. They're good friends. That's cool. And I just, uh, I love this. She told, uh, Turner told Entertainment uh, Weekly on Monday that she <laughs> called Williams to alert her about the sex scene in the second she read the script. I called Maisie and was like, have you read the script yet? And Turner, uh, she and she's like, I'm midway through episode when, one, and I'm like, this scene, this page, read it. <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> she was very happy. <laughs> Yeah, so she like she was eleven when she first started joined the show when the so, film, filming began. I think they really be having sex on the show. I think that's real. No, I think it's real. No, why the hell not? It would be messy. Possibly, but still, I know I know they're all fucking. They're all fucking. Everyone on Game of Thrones is fucking each other, and even Juan, Juan, even Juan. Even that giant fucker, uh, yeah, who's you're gonna, fucking somebody. The only person in the Game of Thrones that'd be big enough to take one one would be maybe Brienne. He's fucking somebody. You're fucking one of the dragons or something. But you fucking something. Right. Everybody's fucking, even the but White Walkers. Could you imagine being the director? Cut. 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 Right. I said cut. Shit. All right. Let him finish. Ugh. <laughs> you hit it. You hit it satisfying. Ugh. All right, uh, that's lunch. We are not going to yeah. get another. Uh, we're not going to get another take for about yeah, it's twenty a, minutes. Yeah, it's a Rod Stewart video in here. Uh, the uh, anyway, I'm going to move on to the next story. We have got a lot more to go through. Uh, Philadelphia Phillies Jake Arrieta chides teammate Bryce Harper after ejection. So um, there's nothing to talk about with the Nats. So I might as well talk about it next Nat. Um, whether it was during one of the three straight years he contended for a Cy Young award or the seasons he spent slogging through forgettable outings with Baltimore. Uh, veteran pitcher Jake Arrieta has dealt with his share of unhelpful umpires and unfavorable calls. So his simple advice to his new high-profile teammate comes from experience. Get used to it. <laughs> Fucking kid. The Philadelphia <laughs> hurler blasted $330 million right fielder Bryce Harper. You paid way too much, Philly. I've been a Nats fan for a while and since, since they started, and I'm telling you, you paid way too much for that kid. Kind of guy's going to start shit with John Papelbon. Mm. Anyway. Anyway, he was ejected during the fourth inning of the Phillies' uh, loss to the New York Mets on Monday. Uh, he was tossed after he dashed towards home plate umpire Mark Carlson in a rage after striking out for a second time. I've never seen that before. The fiery Harper had been held back from Carlson by three, uh, had to be held back by three Phillies coaches. He ran out there to, like, pull him off of him. Arietta allowed three earned runs. It was like he kind of lost it. Uh, he wasn't happy about his outburst. And um, uh, this is a quote from Arietta. Look, I mean, he's got to understand we need him in right field. Uh, he told reporters, according to Philly.com, I don't care how bad the umpire is. It wasn't great for either side. I'm out there trying to make pitches, and he misses some calls. So what? We need you out there. Speaking of Harper. Anyway, Carlson said after the game that he booted Harper for comments he made dur during the tirade, though he didn't specify what the remarks were. Aw. That's a good umpire. Yeah, I, I kind of want to know, though. Of course you do. But, you know, you don't see people miking up Bryce Harper. At least he didn't put him on blast. That is class. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the only quote they have from Bryce Harper here is, I got to stay in. It's like, yeah, you dumbass kid. <laughs> That's what they pay you to do, man. Yeah, if you like the Nats or if you like the Phillies and you hate Bryce Harper like I do, just go on to YouTube.com and search Bryce Harper Sucks for some of the best music videos you'll ever see. Now, see, here's the thing. Could it possibly be that he gets to Philly, finds out he doesn't like it? Welcome to the city of brotherly love. Uh, so he decides he's going to get himself kicked off the team. That way he can go into free agency and get picked up by another unit. Is that why he's starting to try to pick fights with umpires? 
No, he's you know, doing... there's no way he's ever going to win that fight. He's been doing that for years. Uh, he's just that fucking stupid. <clears throat> he's been ejected lots of times for yelling at umpires for calls. Lots and lots of times. Have I they, can't even count the times. Have they ever had to hold him back like that? Like he was going to go rip the umpire, uh, umpire's head off? Um, I think the team took more responsibility for the Nationals in the... With the Nationals, you get like Jason Worth coming out there, or Ryan Zimmerman coming out there and pulling Hyper, uh, Harper off because mm-hmm. Dusty Baker's too goddamn old. To, and <laughs> anyway, I, I, whoo! Not ranting about the Nats. I'm ranting about Bryce Harper. <laughs> I'm ranting about Bryce Harper. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, go go look at like Bryce Harper sucks videos. That's what I recommend because he is the absolute worst. He he came to this organ that national Nationals organization intending to be a mercenary, just like Jason Worth was a mercenary, and it's almost like, you know, he, that's why he went to the Phillies, because, you know, Worth came from the Phillies. Anyway, Bryce Harper sucks. Go search that on YouTube. Why is he so fucking mean? Three, $330 million. You maybe, overpaid Philly. Maybe no one's broken his hymen. <laughs> Wait a minute. It might, it might have happened. It might have. Might have. Never know. Why is he asking why I'm, I'm so mad or Harper's so mad? I, th- uh, I thought he said so mean. Yeah, um, mean. Oh. For everybody ever, everybody watching. You ever play yes. baseball? Yeah, I was actually supposed to try out, but I ended up getting drunk and missing tryout. So. <laughs> <laughs> at least you had a good reason. That's why. But, yeah, I mean, I was, I was, I'm good at it, so, yeah. Anyway, um, I'm going to go quickly through this article about um, scientists have created tiny machines that can eat, grow, and evolve just like real creatures. Sparking fear of a robot uprising. Eventually, they age and die. Oh, like, like the replicants. Right. A level of lifelike complexity never before seen in robots. The news uh, startled online commenters, one comparing the work to Skynet. <laughs> uh, it, but according to Professor Dan Luo, Luo, L-U-O. L-U-O? Luo? Lo? Lo? A biologist with Cornell, um, uh, he worked on the project because he said the machines are about as complex an organism as uh, as a simple organism like mold. People are freaking out, though. Uh, They're a lot more uh, complex than people fucking realize. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. All right, Alex Jones. And then people are creating the sentient mold. The sentient mold is like they're they're putting the sentient mold out, and they got the 5G that's interacted giving the sentient mold. Uh, 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 commands and taking over people's minds and they're growing into your head. And then the next thing you know, you're putting your cell phone, you're getting a bionic implant. This is the point. Is that, you know, some uh, technology comes out like this and people are just freaking out. Like, uh, is Cornell trying to be the next Skynet? Scary as fuck, one Twitter user wrote. Hmm. Relax. It's not to that point yet. 5G isn't good enough to control your thoughts. It may keep you from sleeping. May keep you focused on every distraction around you and not getting up inside your head and thinking for yourself. It might be. Did I just do it? Did I just went up, go Alex Jones? A little bit. But it might be farther than what you think. I read an article back in the late 90s about how scientists applying the theory of Darwinism to uh, microchips. And they started creating these uh, generation, uh, this, uh, this generations of microchips. They could uh, reprogram themselves. And after, what would they say, it was like a thousand generations, they came up. And the only thing this chip would do is when somebody spoke into a microphone, they'd say start, it would light up an oscilloscope. When they said stop, it would stop. But after a thousand generations, they had no idea how these fucking chips worked because the, the chips themselves redesigned themselves, created new, the next generation. Cite your source, Alex Jones. I wish I could because I haven't been able to find that article since. But Really? Yeah. That's odd. He wasn't supposed to see it. Probably wasn't. It <laughs> wasn't seen it at all. <laughs> oh, I had it printed off when I was a kid because I loved it. Uh, I'm sorry, teenager. Because it was. I found it after I was out of high school. What happened to it? I left it in Lou-Ray. Lou-Ray. They brainwashed you. You didn't leave it. They stole it. Okay. They stole it back. All right, Alex Jones. <laughs> yeah, you were the one who went there. <laughs> anyway, moving on to the next article. we got three more. A uh, tree that began weeping on Good Friday draws hundreds of worshippers over the Easter weekend. Uh, this is a gum tree all right, in Perth, Australia. It began leaking water on Good Friday, a mysterious occurrence that claimed to be divine intervention. Okay. 
Did the tree claim it was divine? Anyway. No, the tree didn't claim the. Right, it was the, a divine the weep, act. Yeah, the weeping tree was dubbed the fountain of youth, uh, and this is it's, it's in the suburbs of Perth. Uh, at first, it was believed the large tree stump was leaking uh, rainwater it collected after a heavy pour last week. Uh, but the yeah, but the water continued to flow nonstop through Sunday. Many questioned whether it was something altogether more more, more miraculous. Anyway, so I was thinking about uh, the singing bush from the burning bush, the singing bush. Oh, from Three Amigos. From, from Three Amigos. Nice. And how when they discovered the bur- the the singing bush, you asshole. It's <laughs> DMT, man. He's DMT. Have you ever tried DMT? Have you ever tried DMT? <laughs> and, anyway, Moses, Moses tried DMT. Anyway, the uh, I was thinking about the singing bush and how when they discovered it, it was uh, constantly saying, "I'll be coming around the mountain with you, come." And they're trying to talk to it, and that's all the goddamn bush does. Yeah, yeah. it was on stage, man. And the entire scene that is set on that stage. The whole scene, the, the bush is singing mm-hmm. the whole time. It and comes. I was thinking, whoever owns that property, whoever ends up, because I, that movie was set in like a the silent film era, like 1910, 12, right. uh, 20, 1920, something, something like, yeah. like that. And, uh, you know, in whoever ended up owning that property would just pull that bush out of the ground and burn it. <laughs> you know, it's like, what an irritating bush. It's like, if, imagine it's like, I actually want to build my house in this spot. You know, but that fucking bush won't shut up. Right? <laughs> like all day and all night singing songs. But here's the thing. How do you take how do you take it out? How much money do you have to pay somebody to get rid of it? Because you can't just light it on fire because ah! or you take an axe to it. Oh, oh, what are you doing? What are you doing? You gotta use headphones. Noise canceling headphones? Mm-hmm. That, that that you haven't seen this movie. That bush was fucking loud. <laughs> so I was thinking about like the the weeping tree. If it was a tree that just said, <laughs> just made sounds like that all day long, uh-huh. you'd rip out that tree quicker than the singing bush, wouldn't you? Yeah, because, you know. I wouldn't give a fuck how loud that thing was. It's it, wouldn't be go. a gum, it wouldn't be a gum tree. It'd be a weeping willow. Uh, of course it would. <laughs> now, see, you asked if the tree proclaimed itself that it was a miracle. If the tree had proclaimed itself to be a miracle, that, that would be That would be, be a miracle. miracle. A water leaking out of a tree? Shit, I don't think that's ever happened, ever. Ever? What the hell? Oh, it happened on Good Friday. For... In Perth, Australia. The Holy, yeah. the holy Land. <laughs> you know, I believe in looking for signs and symbols and stuff like that. But there's something called overreaching Alex Jones. Anyway, let's go on to the next story. Illinois police officer drives a man to a job interview after pulling him over. Man lands the job. Uh, an ordinary traffic stop in Illinois had an extraordinary ending when the police pulled over a car with expired plates only to learn the driver had an expired license as well. The law enforcement off- official learned the man was en route to a job interview and had no other way of traveling there. Without hesitation, the officer drove the man to the meeting himself, and the man ultimately landed the position. This was on April 17th. Oh, boy. Oh. Why can't they do that here? Illinois names. I don't know. Sometimes you get a good story like this where. All right, what's the what's the name? Roger Gemmels. Oh, of, I thought you were talking about the town. Okay, of Cohica Police Department. Okay, it sounds like it's down south. Pulled a, it's Illinois. Um, no, down south in Illinois. Okay, they pulled over Kashawn Baldwin. Whoo, that was an easy one. Yay! <laughs> After noticing an issue with his vehicle, um, soon discovering that Baldwin's license was no longer valid. Uh, he, the 22 year old man detailed, he was, uh, he risked the ride because he was on the way to a job interview at FedEx and had no other way to get there. Instead of writing a tick, writing him a ticket, Jamul's elected to drive the man to the interview, assuring he'd arrive safely and on time. And had his car impounded while he was driving. Probably. Yeah. While he's in the interview. Probably. Yeah. Uh, it meant everything to me. It brought my spirits up, and it kind of made me happy. It's like, well, now you can afford to get it out of impound, bro. Yeah. Yeah. In, in, two, in two weeks. weeks. <laughs> in two weeks. <laughs> I'll be pissed. But, I mean, it's... Uh, it, hey, if they impound his car and they don't his, charge him... What's he look like? What's he, he look like? Oh, you want to see a picture of him? He looks like... Oh, he looks like Bobby Schmurter. <laughs> I guess. He looks like Bobby Our, our listeners can't see that. I don't, it's okay. They, I they, no. know he, they know who Bobby is. I don't. I don't. I listen. I listen to this show. What the hell? You don't. You don't know who Bobby Schmidt. What the hell? No, I'll Google it later and I'll tell you. It's like, oh yeah, um, uh, 
Hipsy, Hipsy Russell? What's his name? You know what? Mitzi Russell? <laughs> Hipsy Russell? Hipsy Russell? Nipsey Hussle, man. Nipsey Hussle. I keep forgetting. Yeah. It's like, Hipsy that was a real Russell. person. He brought that name up to me. And I was like, oh, I, I didn't know that was a real person. And then I found out. And it was like, oh, that is a real person. Yeah. And that's when you showed your white card. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm white. <laughs> Not much I could do about it. His real name is Milwaukee. Milwaukee. One of them. Algonquin. For the good land, according to Alice Cooper. Yes. Anyway, uh, so this is the last story of the night. I wanted, I usually like to finish with something <coughs> positive, and the last story was kind of positive. But this one's just a little bit more violent than the last one. A uh, Florida man in an Easter Bunny costume is caught in a viral brawl, uh, is wanted in New Jersey as a history of arrest. They changed the article. The rabbit had a rap sheet. <laughs> what? Antoine McDonald claimed he hopped into action to help a woman Sunday night, and it turns out it may have been a fluff piece that unmasked the true identity. How dare you, Fox News? He was, he was the bunny? He was the bunny. That was the bunny? Yes. McDonald was hailed as a hero with minor, minor digital sensation. Wow, they changed this article all the way around. After he admitted to be the man behind the whiskers and the wiggling nose. A little bit. <laughs> uh... But, yeah, yeah, he came out. He's like, the, they're talking about his, He's he's got a rap sheet. Anyway. He looked happy on the, on the mugshot. <laughs> <laughs> the only man at rest, right. uh, who, with a mugshot where he's smiling. I had one like that. Anyway, this is what happened. This happened in downtown Orlando. I'm trying to find the date. They changed this article all around because uh, they, they want to focus on his history. Um this is a quote from him. He said, I see this lady in the sky going back and forth in the streets of Orlando. I'm looking at it, and I'm just walking. He's wearing the Easter bunny suit on Easter. Uh, then I see him spit on her, and she starts hitting him, so I walk over there, and I try to help. I try to break up the fight at first, McDonald said. I felt I had to do something to get him off of her to make, her, to make sure that, they, uh, that she got away from the fight safely and unharmed. Uh, video taken by a club promoter uh, who goes by work... FTH on Instagram showed a person in an Easter Bunny costume trying to pull two people apart before eventually throwing several punches himself. So anyway, there's video out there. Just Easter Bunny fight. Search for that. And I'm sure you could find it. Epic Easter Bunny brawl. And uh, uh, fight continued for several seconds after the bunny delivered vicious body blows instead of usual chocolate-filled baskets. Aww. That was a Fox joke. That was Fox's joke, not mine. I wouldn't claim that one. Uh, bystanders watched and shouted at the surreal scene. NPCs. Uh, <laughs> at least he's not an NPC. Then you could have taken yeah. him out, at least. He looks like a jack o' lantern. Yeah. He's a goofy looking guy. Um, <laughs> anyway, he's, yeah, he's, uh, he's charged, he was a charged or suspected of car burglary in South Brunswick, New Jersey in 2018. So, no one was arrested that night. Uh, a bunny, a guy in a bunny suit fighting people, which is probably the funniest thing. So he's he's not in trouble, not yet. It says it's alleged, but or he has a rap sheet. I don't know. Well, fuck, you might as well not even help, man. The fuck. That's a hell of a point. I'm just saying, you could have threw a rock at the back of the dude's head so she can get up her hand or something, right. trip him a little bit, or have tear- make sure she wins the fight. That's all you need to do. Or have tear gas grenades. <laughs> what? Painted pastel blue. Anyway, nice. buy my book. Buy my book, The Bunny Years, a memoir. You can find that at Amazon.com. Search for Scott L. Robbins with two T's and two B's. Um, Is that a new one? No, that's been out for a while. It's about a guy who dresses up like a rabbit and fights crime. So <laughs> that's why I picked this story. Ah. We'll talk, we can talk about that after the show, but it's 7 you, o'clock. You never referenced that one before. Really? Really? Really. Anyway, I got other books. <laughs> I got Exit 13 books uh, out there on Amazon as well. I got uh, the Ravings of a Madman book on Amazon. Scott L. Robbins with two T's and two B's. Find them, download them, delete them. Download them, delete them. Then buy them again. Then buy them again. <laughs> uh, yeah, and go over to patreon.com slash shockmonkeyradio. Become a patron. You can get to see like, all the complete video uh, output that we, we put out for you. And uh, It's just like three bucks a month. It's real simple. Real simple. Uh, this has been Shock Monkey Radio. I'm the Madman. Who are you guys? I'm Ace Bully for Dizzy Thoughts. And I'm Hill Hippie, wishing you all peace and love. Oh, we'll pluck you. <laughs> what? Peace. Pluck you. Pluck you. Peace. Yeah, that's right. Pluck you. I know, I know what you're referencing. <laughs> <laughs>